Software 2.0 is Andre Karpathy's idea that instead of coding business logic by hand, the applications of the future will be trained by data, in other words, machine learning. But ML is limited by the quality of data available, and there is a lot of unstructured, unlabeled data out there that is still being manually labeled today. Skill.ai is a well-known startup that has done very well, offering a scalable manual labeling workforce. However, they are still bottlenecked by the number of subject matter experts available for labeling critically important data like cancer diagnosis or drug trafficking rings. In order to get labels from subject matter experts, you typically have to put them through a very tedious process of labeling to build up a useful structured data set up front before any useful machine learning can be done. I did some very minor ML work about five years ago and found Christopher Ray's work on Deep Dive at Stanford. It takes a revolutionary approach by making it easy to write the labeling functions themselves. This turns the labeling process into an iterative REPL-like experience where subject matter experts can suggest the function, see its impact right away, and continue refining it, assisted by AI. Deep Dive is now commercialized in a startup called Snorkel.ai, so I was very excited to find a clear explanation of Snorkelflow from its CEO, Alex Ratner. Here it is. Snorkelflow is a, a platform that's meant to take this process of building machine learning models and AI applications, and again, all starting with building the data that they rely on that fuels them, and, and make it, in a nutshell, look more like an iterative software development process than you know this kind of 80 to 90% upfront just hand-labeling exercise. And so Snorkelflow supports that entire iterative loop of actually Labeling data can be by hand in the platform, but also, but most centrally programmatically by letting users what we call labeling functions. Basic idea is that rather than say asking your legal associate at a bank to, to or your doctor friend to sit down and label 100,000 contracts or 100,000 electronic health records, have them write heuristics or bits of their expertise. I'll look for this keyword or look for this pattern or look for this, et cetera. Um, like a bridge from old expert knowledge type input modern machine learning models using one to power the other. So uh, Snorkelflow is an IDE basically and, and, and has a, a no-code UI component as well that lets uh, people either via code or by pushing buttons for even non-developer subject matter experts say to programmatically label their data by writing these labeling functions and then uses a bunch of modeling techniques, a lot of which was actually the work that, that the co-founding team and I did in, in, in our kind of thesis work around how you take a bunch of programmatic data and clean it up and turn it into a final uh, set of clean training data for machine learning models. And then actually in Snorkelflow, you can basically push button train best-in-class open source models. You can then analyze where they're succeeding or failing and then use that to go back and iterate on your data. And there's a Python SDK throughout the whole thing. So many of our customers will mix and match. They'll use Snorkelflow to create the training data set and then train a model on some other system, et cetera. But what Snorkelflow aims to support is this basic iterative development process where, you know, rather than just spending months to label a training set once and then being stuck with it and having to throw it out and start all over again, if anything in the world changes, your upstream input data changes, your downstream objectives change, making it, again, more like an iterative process where you push some buttons or write some code that labels data, you compile a model or you know, train it, but you can think of it like compiling. And then you go back and debug by, by iterating on your data. So everything centers in Snorkelflow around looking at your data and iterating on how it's labeled to improve model performance. I'm curious. So you, you mentioned you mentioned in the, there's a there's a Python SDK, which for anybody who works in data science, data modeling, right? Python's your language to Frank, you know, sort of the, the language you use or R, you know, a couple yeah. of them. That, that's the language that you, how you do your programming. But I'm curious, like in today's world, do data scientists consider themselves 
programmers or is there still a, look, I work on the numbers. I'm good at building models and the numbers, but I don't think of myself as a programmer. Like how do you bridge those two worlds together or do you not really have to bridge them together? How much does a data scientist have to go? I have to focus on numbers and models versus I have to focus on programming something to, to do stuff. What's their world look like? It's a great question. I think I, I have been or currently I'm part of four or five different data science institutes or something. And I don't even still know. I mean, the data science is such a broad umbrella term. There's right. so many different varietals of us and, and types. And so I do think there's a very broad spectrum of the, the data scientist and ML engineer and, and just loves writing code to the one that, to your point, really just wants to you know, push some buttons and get back to the numbers and the modeling and the outcome. And we definitely try to support the range through a layered approach. And we, we have a Python SDK, but on top of that, we have a, a, a no-code UI that allows you to write these labeling functions without writing code. So for example, if you're you know, trying to train a, a contract classifier in, in Snorkel Flow, you can write labeling functions based on clicking on keywords or pressing buttons with kind of templates for types of patterns or signals you want to look for. So you know, we try to support basically, if you want to move fast and you're a non-developer or you're just not looking to spend time there, you can just do it in a button way. But then if you want to go and customize or inject custom logic or really get uh, creative, you can always fall back to the, the, the Python SDK. And so I, mean, I think a lot of the, what we we're trying to accomplish from the very beginning, what raised the abstraction you know, level at which you're interfacing with and programming your machine learning model or your AI application. And the first step is the hardest, right? If you think of the way that hand-labeled training data is, is like the machine code, or really actually just, the, you know, just you think of it as like the ones and zeros, literally for binary classification case. You know, a lot of the effort behind the Snorkel project and the company is just, or, you know, was just getting from that layer to the layer of, of assembly language, say. But once you get there, you can build all those layers on top and you can go up the stack and down the stack according to the application of the user type. Right, actually, my co-founder, Braden, who, is an, who also did his PhD around the snorkel-related stuff, had a paper actually on how you could use natural language inputs. You could explain in, in natural language, just speaking to the computer, why a certain data point should be labeled a certain way, and then use off-the-shelf semantic parsers to parse that down to code, which then would get dumped into snorkel. So basically, once you make this leap from labeling data by hand, kind of the zeros and ones, to labeling your training data with code, then the sky's the limit in terms of building layers of abstraction on top of it. And that's actually a lot of what the company you know, does and has been doing over the last two years is, is building a flexible interface through our platform, SnorkelFlow, for you know, different data types and use case types and user types. Yep. Well, and, and I think you, you really answered my question. And in, in the, the reason I brought it up was, on one hand, you have this, you have this you know, language level SDK in terms of Python. You can get into some pretty granular level stuff. And then you have, on the other hand, uh, you've got Application Studio, which you said, like you said, is this sort of low-code graphical way of building templates and building applications. And I was like, there must, you know, like I, I think sometimes there's this perspective of there's one profile of a data scientist. And I think what you really highlighted is, it, it's like a lot of things. There's a spectrum of those that specialize in, in one part of the, the, the job, others that don't care about it and want it, certain things to be easy. And so that, that, that was useful because I think sometimes like in my head, I'm thinking, okay, data scientist is sort of certain sort of task the same way you might say, oh, okay, they're a Java developer. So they, there's a tool set that they always use. So that was super helpful. Um, yeah, and it depends on the, pro the problem and stuff too. I mean, the, the other thing also that I think goes underemphasized in the AI space, big point number one, and I don't think it's that uh, avant-garde anymore to say it, it was maybe more back in 2015 is, hey, AI is about the data, not the models or the algorithms, which I think fewer people 
will find a controversial statement today, even if it's phrased in a, in a somewhat reductive way. But the other thing that I still think is underemphasized in practice is the necessity of looping what we often refer to as subject matter experts uh, into the process. And so I think, one, and I won't ramble here too long, but just for some perspective, and this is actually the very first DARPA funding that, that the Snorkel Project ever had was it's specifically about looping what they call SMEs in the government, subject matter experts. Our original partners were some genomicists at Stanford. How do you loop them into the process of, of AI in a better way than just saying, hey, go label data for eight months for me, please. And this idea of how do you get subject matter expertise from a human's head into a, a scalable machine format has been the focus of AI for decades. But the answer of modern machine learning today for the last five, 10 years has been, okay, just sit them down, have them label data points one by one, nothing else. They've got all this rich domain knowledge, a doctor, a lawyer, a cyber analyst, network technician, an underwriter, throw that all away. Just have them literally just give zeros and ones labeling data. And that's a nice abstraction. And it has been actually a very productive one for the field because that means the ML engineers can totally abstract away the messy realities of real-world data and real-world subject matter experts and just focus on optimizing a fancier model architecture. But I think we've reached a point where it, it, it starts to become silly and impractical to have this wall between the subject matter expert and the data scientist. So all that is to loop back and say that a big focus of Snorkel Flow is about making these interfaces in this process accessible to a non-developer who's a legal associate or an, an underwriter or a network technician to drive the process too. And that's another motivation behind the kind of layers, including no-code UIs.